0: Hey friends, I'm Ashley. Hey you guys, I'm Lainey. And this is Haunted Real Estate.
1: Hello and welcome back. Today I have a very special guest, Ashley Jabora. Oh, hey. Hey, long time no talk. I thought I was a reg, but that's cool. I know. (laughs) You are a permanent fixture on the pod. Okay. But I also think you're special. Thank you. I love you. Love you. So today I found myself in Connecticut again, just like my last episode. Damn Connecticut. You always are finding yourself there. Always
0: finding myself there. I just packed all my stuff and moved in. I don't even know what episode we're doing today, so I'm looking forward to this mystery episode.
1: Well, it's it's an interesting one and it deals with a curse. Okay. Or a potential curse. That goes back a couple hundred years.
0: Okay. I like a good old curse.
1: I do too. And this one's interesting. Like I, I don't
0: was... I don't like it like that, you know, like don't do it to me. But you know, I like a legend I like a good Cursing, legend with please. a curse. <laughs> no, I like a good legend with a curse. That's what I meant to say.
1: Yeah. So this one's interesting. So as y'all know, my last episode was the Snedeker house. So I stayed in Connecticut and we are going back to the 1700s, briefly to the 1500s, but majority of the story is 1700s and beyond. So deep in the mountains, and it is considered lost in the pages of time, is a small village called Dudley Town. Dudley Town. Dudley. Makes me think of Dudley Do Right.
0: Oh, I think I do know this one. Okay. Okay, sorry. Sweet. Oh, I'm so excited.
1: Well, Dudley Town is said to be filled with ghosts, demons... A curse and many unexplainable mysteries that take us all the way back to the beginning of America. Mm-hmm. It's said that Dudley Town curse has brought misfortune, madness, and death to people who lived in the place that was known as the Village of the Damned. Oh well, that's uh, being
0: a real tour. I don't. That's tough marketing.
1: Welcome to America, Village, Village of, of
0: the, the Damned. Damned. <laughs> I mean, some people would want to move there. Clever marketing. You could make it work, but yeah, that's a. That's a tough one still. Yeah.
1: So it, it wasn't uh, really a town, even though it's called Dudley Town. It was more of a small village located in a valley that's called the Dark Entry Forest. And it's just a few miles south of Cornwall. So the location was given the name Dudley Town early in the 1740s when Thomas Griffiths, Gideon Dudley, I don't know how to say this name, so I apologize. Barz, Barziali? Barziali. I'm going to call him like, like it's <laughs> way off. B a r z i l l a i barzilai barzilai fragile.
0: <laughs> fragile. That's what I think of when you're saying that. Yes, it says uh, fragile. <laughs> I
1: love that movie. Abel Dudley and Martin Dudley. Settled there, along with a couple other families. So, the Dudley curse is centered around Edmund Dudley. He was an English nobleman, and he plotted to overthrow none other than King Henry VIII. Oh, no. Yeah, so we know it doesn't end well for him. So, he got beheaded for treason, and according to legend, a curse of death and misfortune was placed on the Dudley descendants.
0: Okay, so this happened over, like, in England, yes. and then they moved across the pond, probably maybe... Maybe... Looking to get away from this curse.
1: Yes. Um, Edmund had a son, John Dudley, and he tried to seize control of the British throne. He had arranged for his son, Guilford, to marry Lady Jane Grey, and she did become queen for a very short time, but the plan ultimately uh, failed, and it resulted in the execution of her, Guilford, and John. Hmm. So, basically, all of these people were beheaded in the original deadly family. And so, after the series of unfortunate events, they didn't stop there. Um, When Guilford's brother, he was a military officer, he came home from France and he brought a plague with him. It spread rampantly. He brought a plague with him. Yes. Wow. Um, So, he... He was the Grim Reaper. I hate being,
0: not I hate, like it's. I don't think it's ever happened to me, but like to be patient zero. Yes. <laughs> hey guys, I'm back. Brought a plague with me. No big deal.
1: No big deal. Yeah. It spread rampantly and killed masses of soldiers before spreading through the country and leaving thousands dead. So one of John's descendants, William Dudley, he immigrated to Guilford, Connecticut during the Great uh, the puritan great migration mm-hmm. his descendants came to the spot in the hills settled in 1738 by thomas Griffiths. um it's also said his last name might be griffith okay uh but it's spelled g-r-i-f-f-i-s throughout um i have six different resources most of it is griffiths okay well then we'll go with that who like they probably changed it over time Yeah, Um, he was a farmer. So first, Gideon Dudley, he came in 1747. Abel and Bars arrived shortly after that. Then later, Martin and Obaja Dudley showed up. When the settlers cleared the land and formed a community, uh, they had started to farm flax, wheat, and corn came, and then the first death happened in nineteen or 1792. So, Gersh Gershon Hollister, again, I do apologize in advance. All of these names are not what I'm used to. Um, <laughs> Gershon. He was murdered while building a barn for his neighbor, which was William Tanner. He lived next door to, to Abel Dudley. After Tanner's Started talking about wild animals and demons and was said to go completely insane. Wow. So somebody was murdered on his property, then he went cuckoo bananas. Uh, Rumor has it that he also spoke of scary creatures coming out of the woods at night. Oh, heck no. I know. You'll find that these woods are very scary to me. At least I do. Abel Dudley became the next cursed victim. He lost all of his possessions, including his home, and then he went insane. He oh. was also rumored to have spoken about scary creatures coming out of the woods. Hmm. So then, I know this is a lot of people to talk about, the Nathaniel Carter family, they lived in Abel Dudley's house after it was repossessed, Um, but then soon his relatives suffered from some sort of plague that killed many of them. Uh, The remaining survivors, they moved to Binghamton, New York, on land occupied by Native Americans. Oh, So one day while Nathaniel was away, the natives killed his wife and some of his children and burned his house down. Okay. Real bummer. Uh, It is a bummer. Don't know the circumstances in which that happened, but I don't like that it ended in violence. Yeah, exactly. And while he was away, that just sucks. Uh, When he returned, they killed him too. His other three children were taken to Canada, and two of his daughters were ransomed. Uh, His son, who remained captive. He ended up marrying an indigenous, sorry, one of the Native Americans. He he married an indigenous. Sorry, that is a tough word for me. Like most are. Mm. I suck.
0: Did you just say an indigenous or
1: like an indigenous woman? Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. I I thought
0: you were just trying to say an indigenous. (laughs) I was like, I don't think you just ended in indigenous. Oh my gosh.
1: So he did get married and uh, before returning to the U.S., and eventually he became a Supreme Court Justice. So after the American Revolution, General Herman Swift, he returned to his home in Dudleytown, uh, and then unfortunately he lost his third wife to a lightning strike while she was hanging out on the porch. Well, that is seriously unfortunate,
0: and that really feels... It can't not feel like... like god striking you down like a curse like something like that we're just like oh that was meant to be of all the places to strike
1: yeah and then also just everyone's either dying of a plague or going insane there was unfortunate slaughter by the native americans but again they moved on their land so
0: yeah that's what i'm saying it's hard to say what those circumstances are because you could be encroaching on their territory so yeah it just sucks it in violence like that
1: yeah and they may not have like known that was going on in america who knows They Mm -hmm. probably just found a place in the woods and called it home yeah that's well you definitely came here probably thinking you were better than everybody so yeah uh so she died and that also really freaks me out because i'm a porch lady and i don't want (laughs) to die by lightning strike but you could die by lightning strike in your house i know
0: so you know that's not something you literally if there's anything you have control over in the world, it's not dying by lightning strike. You have no control over that. Very true. So live your life, okay?
1: I'll remain on the porch. and You remain pray. on the
0: porch. <laughs>
1: Please, God, don't strike me down today. Not today. He actually then went insane, so. After his wife was struck? Yes. Okay. So that is our uh, third person to go insane.
0: Do they know that there is a curse? And are they sitting around being like, this is the curse?
1: Yes, they do. So the curse, it is a rumor, but it was placed upon the Dudleys. And when all this started happening, uh, yeah, they're definitely coming to a conclusion that we are cursed. And that sucks. Yeah, because that's just like weird things that happen. Yeah, and then in 1872, Horace Greeley was running for president. Uh, the week that he lost the election, his wife hanged herself in Dudleytown. Oh, over him losing the election? Yes, girl, it's not that big of a deal. I know she, all, she could have had other problems going on. Not entirely sure. Don't have that not much like, info on her. No pressure. Damn, that's really that's really
0: sad. Right? That had that kind if of effect. If you don't on
1: her. win, I'm offing myself. Like. That's a lot to put on that your husband. That is a lot, yeah. And she's definitely the opposite of your girl who didn't want her husband to be president that became president. Oh, yeah, Jane Pierce. Yes. Yeah. Definitely the opposite of that. Uh, she wanted it. She wanted her bad. Uh, so why is everyone either dying or going mentally insane at Dudley Town, or commonly known as the Dark Entry Forest? Uh, this is so heavily believed because the town today is illegal to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is cut off to the public, and it's considered private property, so unfortunately, visitors do often sneak in, and they get fined because they're assholes. Um, I found on a couple articles. They originally closed it because of vandalism and littering. Oh. So let's not ruin it for the rest of us and clean up after yourself. Well, mofos. yeah, just don't, like, like, ruin land. I mean, what? Why? Just, like, please be
0: respectful of... Of any property, private or public, just let's respect Mother Earth. Yeah. Okay, because she will have our vengeance on us one day.
1: Yeah, if you're already breaking in, like, let's try not to leave breadcrumbs. I don't know. Yeah. But, anyway. Well, it's just unnecessary. Yeah. Plus, if cursed.
0: it is cursed or there are things there, do you really want right? to be, like, disrupting things? Like, make it like you never went.
1: Yes, you don't leave anything there and you definitely don't take anything with you. Yeah. In spite of all these things, though, the town did thrive for a short time. Dudley Town was noted for its timber, which uh, was burned and used to make wood coal for the nearby Litchfield County, iron furnaces in Cornwall, and other towns around the area. Uh, However, the furnaces did later move closer to the railroads and the more industrial towns, and then lumber was no longer needed for coal. Iron ore was used in the area for a time, and there were uh, some water-powered mills, in Dudley town as well most of the mills eventually closed because the long trip down the mountain to to deliver their goods was just a hassle mm. so anything they did try to start there uh, diminished uh, and a lot of failed businesses as well so three of the dudley's did move out of the region and they lived long full lives dying of natural causes and tried to diminish any possibilities of a curse. After the Civil War, Dudleytown began to die. Many of the villagers packed up and moved away, and the demise of the town itself is hardly surprising. However, when you believe in the so-called curse or not, uh, its geographical location was surrounded by hills and at elevations more than 1,500 feet, so there was very little chance for a good crop that would Mm. ever grow and sustain life in the village. Yeah. So it was just like a, a bad place to pick to settle. Yeah. Not good farmland. No. And the winters were really harsh. And even their apple trees, uh, they're known for their hardy apple trees up there. They often would go stunted because of you know, months of cold at a time. Mm. So even what they were known for, it was hard, hard to produce out there. The soil was also rocky and the area was plagued by too much water. So it was kind of flooding okay. everything. It would pool into swamps. And it just, yeah, wasn't a great place to settle in. So when the population of Dudleytown had dwindled away to almost nothing, uh, one of the last residents of the town, his name was John Patrick Brophy, uh tragedy came to him and in several blows. At first, his wife died of consumption, which was not uncommon in this day. Seems and- like it's the wives that keep getting taken out. Yeah. More than like the men.
0: That's, yeah, that's a good... Maybe it's like the practical magic curse. Oh just reversed any man who falls in love with an owens woman just doomed to die yeah except Interesting. any woman who falls in love with a dudley man is doomed to die because that's what it's feeling
1: like it does feel like that yeah you're right so his wife died of consumption um nothing was really strange about it um she did have she was suffering for it from it for years and this did not lessen his grief at all uh but he was soon stricken when his two children vanished into the forest just a short time after his wife's funeral. Oh my gosh. I know that would. Like vanish. Ruin are they me. ever found? They're never found. Oh Not my gosh. Not even remnants. Gosh.
0: Not even remnants? Nothing. That's some Hansel and Gretel shit. That's what that feels like. I don't like it. I Ooh, I don't baked like in it. A cake. Like the fact that you can't find anything because it feels like, like if an animal attacked or something, there would be something. Because very few animals like fully consume.
1: Yeah, you would have shreds of fabric or... Yeah, something would be left. Blood splatter somewhere for a Dexter to go analyze. Yeah. So... Wow. Uh... What um, year are we in now? Mm, great question. Uh, it's after the Civil War. Oh, okay. So after the 1860s, probably. Yeah, okay. I know I, I know we're coming up to 1900 soon. Okay. I was um, just trying to get an idea. So, uh, it is said that their disappearance could have been voluntary. They were accused of stealing slave blankets, which is a very minor offense at the time, uh, but there's nothing to indicate that it was voluntary. They just vanished and were never found. And shortly after that, Brophy's house was burned to the ground and a unexplained fire and not long after brophy himself vanished into the forest and was never seen again what yeah is it a portal right that's kind of what i think um one of the articles i was looking at was talking about the different triangles and weird stuff up north and then Mm -hmm. it's like Then it talks about this. And that's interesting. Probably why it's called the Dark and Tree Forest. So is it part of a triangle? Where the hell do you go? I don't believe so. Okay. We do have our tales of the triangle coming back, everybody. I'm super excited about that. I love the triangle stories. Mm -hmm. So around 1900, Dr. William Clark came to Cornwall and he fell in love with the forest and the quiet country life. Clark was born in 1877 and grew up on a farm in New Jersey. He later became a professor of surgery and taught at Columbia College of Physicians and Surgeons surgeons, as well as earning a reputation as a leading cancer specialist. He then purchased a thousand acres of land in Connecticut, which included Dudleytown, and he began construction uh, over a summer, and he built a vacation home there. Over the next few years, his wife Harriet visited the house on weekends and during the summer until it was completed. After that, it became mostly a holiday house for short trips in the summer and for Thanksgiving, and together they maintained an idyllic life in Dudleytown until around 1918. One summer weekend, Dr. Clark was called away to New York on an emergency, and his wife stayed behind, and according to the story, he returned 36 hours later to find that she had gone insane what yes
0: like just in 36 hours
1: she went insane
0: Mm -hmm. like solitary confinement right
1: could you imagine though like you leave for a day or two and come, come back, and you're like, "What the hell? What happened to you?" <laughs> yeah. Again, this is just as many previous residents in the village had already done. The story claims that she told of strange creatures coming out of the forest and attacked her. And this is like 150 years later, after the original
0: families were saying the same thing.
1: Yeah, going and saying The same creatures are coming out of the woods. Oh, that and I do out know what kind of out because that just Yeah, stop saying creatures because I don't know what to imagine.
0: Little, big.
1: You know, tall a skinny
0: yeah like dark red eyes red eyes I need no. to know give me details.
1: yeah she did sadly eventually commit suicide oh my another woman mm-hmm but how much truth is there into this tale we don't know uh perhaps more of you believe in it I kind of do that's where I'm leaning towards because I just think it's way too many coincidences and yeah maybe it could be in a triangle because that's way too many coincidences. Um yeah. That's crazy. It had been recorded though for several years before her suicide that Miss Clark suffered from a chronic illness, and there's not much to indicate what the ailment might have been, if it was physical or mental. Uh I think it's safe to say though that mentally stable individuals. Individuals don't take their own lives. And we're not quite sure if she saw strange creatures in the woods. Um, but we will really never know. For yeah, but certain. she was still one of many who said that. So that I just know. feels like there is some kind
0: of common denominator there. Really does make me feel like it's a portal. Yeah. Because things can come in and out of a portal usually.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting. Yep. So undoubtedly, shattered by his wife's suicide, Dr. Clark continued to maintain his house in Dudley Town and continued to visit. A number of years later, he remarried. Poor wife. Now mm-hmm. oh, who knows. Um, <laughs> and he returned to stay at his summer house until a larger home was completed nearby in 1930. He and his wife, Carita... As well as other doctors, friends, and others interested, other interested landowners, they formed the Dark Entry Forest Association, which still mm-hmm. is there today. It was designed to act as a forest preserve so that the land around Dudleytown would remain forever wild. They held their first meeting in 1926 with 41 members. Dr. Clark died in cornwall in 1943 and his wife passed away a few years later and a number of their children still reside in the area so all these ghosts or hauntings they begin to actually surface in the 1940s Uh, strange incidents and apparitions were often spotted in the woods and when people go in here and it reminds me of that forest in japan Mm -hmm. they have overwhelming feelings of sadness and terror People will see mysterious lights and sights and sounds, and even the feeling of being touched, pushed, or scratched. Nope, don't like it. Yeah. Some researchers in the area often call it as a negative power spot. So oh, okay. Possibly. Like negative energy? Yeah. Or some people think it's a place where entities enter the world from the other side, so... Kind of like what you brought up earlier. Well, that's what
0: that sounds like. Yeah. But negative, like negative energy brings a lot of those portals. Yeah. Uh, Supposedly. I mean, you know, I'm open-minded to that, but like that's what we did with the Alaskan Triangle, that there's supposedly a lot of those negative energies, which is creating those portals to other
1: realms, universes, where to, whatever. Yeah. You know, those things that we'll never fully know, but we won't. I do like to believe that they exist, even though they're not good.
0: <laughs> but I was going to say, I, I'm okay just being open-minded about it. It's like I don't want to know definitively.
1: I know. You do always say that. I, I do want to know definitively. Before I die, what is real and what is not? Let me know Tell when me I'm dead. When I'm dead
0: and just a spirit no longer walking this planet needing to worry about it, then let me know.
1: Well, what if reincarnation's a real thing? Then are you ever really dead, Ashley?
0: But do I don't come back with the same memories and everything. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, in my in my other life, like, this is how I lived it. Like, no. <laughs> if I'm reincarnated, my
1: memory's wiped clean. Yeah, very true. Well, today you will find just small amounts of remains of what existed when the town was a town. Uh, there's some pieces of buildings, stone walls. Uh, people that co- go there, they go. Go to feel the curse, which was a really weird sentence Mm -hmm. to read, and witness spirits that remain behind. Uh, Again, often shadow figures, ghosts, and some of the strange creatures mentioned throughout the decades are witnessed. Uh, Those willing to go into the dark woods are often... Again, overwhelmed with sadness and fear. So there are a lot of things out there that debunk this all together. Uh, one is Reverend Gary Dudley. He points out that Edmund Dudley's descendants are not the same as those who settled in Connecticut. Oh.
0: So that would completely debunk the whole curse. But the land can... Like, it might not be
1: cursed, but like something's still up with it. So it might not be the curse itself. Yeah, that would... Yeah, that would definitely be unfortunate if the Dudleys are not the same Dudleys. This one was interesting. The Reverend, he also stated that the rye produced in the town was rotting, which would create mold and would turn into a hallucinogen that would make people oh. go cuckoo, causing them to see ghosts and creatures. So, uh, like, eating the rye was, like, a hallucinogen? Eating, eating the mold, yeah. that huh. is Like, shrooms, fungus. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, what's that one show I really like? The zombie show with the fungus. Oh, Last of Us? Yes, thank you. Yeah. I always want to think, like, end of time, but I know that's not what it's called. <laughs> and I really loved it. Till as old as time. <laughs> yeah, yes, no, same show, totally. hmm So, to my great shock. Ashley. I was actually kind of pissed off. Okay. Ed Warren popped up in here. Oh my gosh.
0: Every one you do, I swear, Ed Warren's like, hello.
1: I was like wrapping up my research. I was like, Ed Warren's in it. Son of a bitch. Of course he is.
0: (laughs) It's Connecticut. That's his area.
1: But I do like what he thinks, I guess. Uh, He believes that an ancestor of the Dudleys was an English judge who sentenced many of the deaths of witchcraft oh okay so therefore that would result into a family curse which i thought was really kind of cool yeah way to piece that together ed well also and again
0: were they really witches like all that we don't know but like if if there were that's like a lot of different powerful energies you know going against that family lineage
1: yeah and the judge who is totally fine to kill people whether he knows they're a witch or not like i could see where that evil curse would be brewed out. Yeah. So, yeah, I do kind of like that theory, but <laughs> the Warren's dubbed the dark entry forest possessed by demons in the 70s. Well, killer me shock. Shocker. I know. Everything was affected by demons in the 70s, I'm telling you. Filled with demons. So who knows? Nancy Ziegler, who co-authored the book Deadly Town, which I like that too, mm-hmm. um, has talked a lot of skepticism about the curse to the stakeholders of Dudley Town. She claims that they have a vested in interest to cover up the strange happenings and claims to have been slapped and scratched by ghosts herself. So for some reason... I don't I want trust you there. N- I trust Nancy, even though I don't know her. Yeah. But I believe that. She's a Nancy. She's a Nancy. So um, this was a, a lot shorter than I assumed it to be, but do you believe in the Dudley Town curse? Was it a chain of bad luck and a series of unfortunate events? I
0: kind of do. It just seems like, yeah, there, there's a lot of really weird things that happen there mm-hmm. that... There's something weird. We can't say definitively if it's a curse, you know, what that is. But that would be, I don't know. I kind of want to do more research on that.
1: Well, yeah, I definitely think it's interesting. And I saw that a lot of ghost hunters, like the big ones, like they, they leave there terrified. Like nobody wants to hang out there very long. It's always that feeling of being watched. Yeah. So that's what makes me think it's like what you said, like a portal. It's it's not a good area to be in.
0: Yeah. It's just an area full of negative energy. So even that negative energy, whether it has to do with like actual demons or anything, they are known to cause feelings of sadness and depression and anxiety and and all those things that come along with it. So that could be a big part of like the suicides. Yeah. I mean, that's being struck by lightning. Like that's That's, nothing. That's whack. (laughs) <laughs> that, yeah, that has nothing to do with like neg. Well, I maybe it does have something to do with negative energy. Maybe it attracts lightnings. I have no idea. Well,
1: it it could be like your wife theory. She's just married to someone close in the family, so. Don't marry an Owen
0: and don't marry a Dudley. That's what I'm taking away. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
1: So that is Dudley Town, otherwise known as Dudley Town or the Dark Entry Forest. And I, if I could go, I probably wouldn't. I don't.
0: Walk the perimeter, not (laughs) go inside. Yeah.
1: Well, it's like, what is that forest name in Japan? A suicide forest like yeah. I just wouldn't go because I don't want to I don't want to feel that yeah I don't want to feel that kind of energy no and I don't want to be able to confirm it and be like yeah you really will feel super sad like how yeah. do you even pull yourself out of that when you walk out of the forest do you become yourself again or does it take a while to fade
0: yeah like who knows what you carry along with you
1: yeah I just, that, that kind of stuff I don't want to screw with. Um, yeah, I don't know how to, I'm not quite sure if it's pronounced correct, but the Okigara Forest. Man, I am so bad with names, like that doesn't even sound familiar, but I it, do know of the Suicide Forest.
0: Yeah, A-O-K-I-G-A-H-A-R-A.
1: Okay. So,
0: yeah. That one I'm honestly a little bit nervous to do, so if that's one you would like to cover one day, you may cover that.
1: Yeah, you know, if someone actually brought it up to me and I said... Nah, maybe, maybe later. Yeah, I don't know. It, it I just have to cover a lot as well. So I think people have that content out there if they want to hear it.
0: I feel if I can find information on it to like, like energy, like explain why it is the way it is, then maybe I'll consider doing it. But if it's just talking about suicides and stuff, that's literally the saddest thing that I ever like, I that's the, my least favorite thing to ever talk about. Yeah. When you're talking about, you know, the dark side of passenger. anything, the, the dark passenger. Yeah. It, that is the last thing. Like, I don't like movies that deal with it. I, it's that's just such a tough topic for me that I don't like talking about it. So,
1: I agree. Yeah.
0: That's why that one is that forest. I would stay out of it. I believe that there's some kind of negative force in there. And it could just be the energy of all the people that have gone there to end their life.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: who knows? So maybe we'll cover it one day. Maybe we won't because it doesn't look like either of us are dying to do it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> someone wants to write that whole episode for us. I don't mind reading it and handing <laughs> off to Ashley the sad parts. Oh, like and then, the sad parts. And then y'all could just listen to us both crying on the mic for forty-five minutes that to an sounds hour. Sounds terrible. Yeah. Okay. Anything well, we we'll might have to for you to listen to to add
0: on to this episode because I want to want to learn more about it, but yeah, I've <laughs> I have looked into it a little bit before, and it's it's hard to find because a lot of it is just kind of hearsay. It's like
1: the rumors, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: yeah, it's not all based on facts, so that is really tough. yeah, but it's interesting, and I love the New England area, which has a lot of dark and weird. That's
1: New America for you.
0: But lots of weird stuff happened. Did you say New America?
1: mm hmm like when they came to America?
0: Oh. Well, who knows what was here before that? I mean, that could explain a lot of weird energy that we don't know about because we weren't here. Yeah. What if Native Americans used it thousands of years ago?
1: They probably did. Um, I did have one of my resources noted possible Indian burial ground. Mm-hmm. So that is a possibility. I mean, that one family that moved to New York onto Native American land, like they could have been previously living on Native American land. Yeah, because we took their homes. Yeah, that's great.
0: Well, and again, yeah, it sucks that that ends in violence. But also, I mean, we live in Texas. We understand how important private property is. And even though Native Americans didn't claim like private property necessarily, didn't want you taking it from them because it would, you know, was shared at least to them. Yeah. So anyway, well, that's interesting. So we'll have to. Maybe revisit that or talk about that if we find anything else cool or new. Maybe you can have like an update episode on some properties that we've done.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a good idea.
0: Okay, well, thank you guys for listening. Do you have an outro?
1: I don't. Do okay. I ever? I really just Am I the only up. one
0: that does an outro? You That's are. why I created the outline on there. Um, okay. Well, if you guys have any interesting real estate stories or properties that you think that we should cover, send us an email at hauntedrepod at gmail.com. Go follow us on Instagram at haunted.real.estate. And if you're feeling generous and would like to send us a Venmo to the show, that is at hauntedre and you will see our, you know, our little emblem, whatever. So anyway, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. Love you. Bye.